Hello and welcome back. My name is Luke and you're listening to another episode of the Next Stage Podcast by WebSummit. Sitting down in front of a panel of expert VC investors is enough to make even the most confident startup go weak at the knees. We've all seen Dragon's Den. Intimidating, right? In our next talk, unicorn founders and leading VCs uncover the common mistakes made during funding pitches and share what really gets their attention. Featuring Trip Action's Ariel Cohen, Claire Blancs, Michelle Ramanau, and Marcel Rosenbach. We have two absolute experts in the fields of uh, pitching, and as we know, and you can read everywhere, a good pitch can make a career, which obviously means that the opposite as well, a bad pitch can ruin or prevent careers from happening, right? So, Michelle, perhaps we start with you. Uh, as a co-founder, president of ClearBank, you're yeah. a go-to destination for funders, founders, for entrepreneurs looking for money, asking for money. Yeah. How many pitches have you heard of the... Oh my goodness. So I have kind of two unique experiences. I've been a founder my whole career for 10 years. And so I've probably done like thousands of pitches myself. Um, and then I've been on the Dragon's Den television show in Canada. And so every year we see, you know, 400 pitches watching the television show. And, you know, it was so fascinating because I'm on the show, we film it all back to back in 17 days, and I'm watching all these entrepreneurs come on the show, giving up equity to buy Facebook and Google ads. <laughs> and I'm like, well, there's, there's got to be a better way than, than giving up equity to do something that really by definition is, should be repeatable and scalable and measurable. And so um, did the first deal on the show where instead of taking equity in a company, I said, I'll give you the hundred grand and pay, you just pay me back 5% of your revenue until you pay me back my money plus 6%. Um, and that's grown into ClearBank today. And so we'll give, you know, 2,000 different companies over a billion dollars in capital this year. And so it's a, it's a different way uh, to look at the ecosystem, but I've certainly seen my fair share of pitches. <laughs> Ariel, you've given pitches, right? Uh, uh, you're a founder of uh, at least two companies I'm aware of. Perhaps yeah. there are many more. I don't yeah, no, <laughs> two. Two is enough. She did five, but I did two. So you've been in... <laughs> that means I had more failures, that's all. <laughs> so you've been in the position, right? Yeah. Uh, let's tell us, perhaps from your first pitches uh, to your last ones, what have been the experiences like? What were your learnings giving pitches? Yeah, sure. I, I think it gets uh, really, really better and easier if you have something that you do in a really, really big market. So uh, Trip Actions, we are uh, disrupting the corporate travel space. And uh, we are basically coming to corporations and we are telling the CFOs, the CEOs, the business travel managers, hey, if you use Trip Actions, the employees are going to love it. And you are going to save a lot of money up to 30% just on your hotel's budget, for example. And your employees are going to use it to book your trips and then to uh, support themselves while they're on the go. So that's a fairly easy pitch, right? Everybody gets travel. Everybody in this audience kind of uh, managed to get here uh, through, uh, you know, through uh, uh, corporate or business travel. So that's an easy pitch. Big market something that it's kind of obvious that people will want uh, and it's a market that is ready for disruption so this is this startup i only pitched uh, trip actions probably less than five times my previous startup we've pitched it endless amount of times <laughs> because it was actually to a point about failures right it was much harder to you know to explain it and really to get the 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 right uh, attention so my recommendation is really make sure that you're building something in a really big market, ready for disruption, and then getting to product market fit. Okay, perhaps if we come to the start of the process of pitching, if we yeah. see it as a process, how important is it to decide uh, which VC you go to, Michelle? 
Yeah, so I, I think the best way to actually prepare is I mentally tell myself when I go you know, to raise VC dollars, um, and I bootstrapped all of my companies before this, so this is actually the first company we've raised money for, is I'm gonna have to do 100 pitches to get one or two investors that I really like. Because choosing a VC is a long-term marriage where you are really, you know what I mean? You're, you're giving up equity and a portion of your company that you're never gonna get back, and these people are gonna be part of how you build the company for years and years to come. And so that's been the first thing. And then it makes it a lot easier. If you think, well, I have to do 100 pitches, it makes it a lot easier when you, know, you get a bunch of no's. You're like, I was expecting that. I was expecting that. And you know, even the best VCs, they, they miss things, right? We've had people that have come back to us and said, I, I can't believe I passed on your round or whatever it happened to be. But I think um, the beginning of that process is getting your story ready. You want to do exactly what you were talking about, showing that you're in a big market that's ripe for destruction, that's growing. And then what I would add to that is that you are the right person to do this. That's actually the, the big unlock right. is that I am the only person in the world because of these unique experiences and my determination and all of this that will execute on that. And that is ultimately the story you need to tell to get VCs really interested. So a question, an obvious question to ask, but important question to ask, are there things to absolutely avoid when pitching, to absolutely avoid? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can tell you, and kind of relating to the previous question, um, we all of the investors in Trip Actions, we know him, we know them for years. So through our previous startup, uh, one of them used to be my boss at HP. So <laughs> it's kind of uh, we just know them for years. And when you go to this journey, to your point about marriage, and uh, you know yeah. the divorce could be very really it's hard, very messy, too. right? So. Um, you know, you, you bring investors, you're going to spend a lot of time with them. So you better really select people that you feel that you can then have uh, drinks with them. That when things are not going well, they'll still, still be there for you, support you both financially, but also advice, connections, all of these things. I think this is super, super important. So selecting your investors, it's probably more important than the terms of the round, right? How much you raise valuation and all of this. So if you should quantify, how much is it then personality that convinces you uh, and how much is it the business idea in itself? Personality seems to be really important. You both stress the point, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that that is the basis by which venture capital was built. It was a human to human business. That's why we see, you know, 80% of venture dollars go into four states in America, you know, California, New York, Massachusetts and Texas. And so we haven't. Um, I think that, that is why it's a very personal business. I mean, that was one of the nice parts about ClearBank is that we named our product the 20-minute term sheet so that when people came to us in 20 minutes, they could see if they got capital. And it was based on the data in your business, not the previous relationships. But if you are looking for a VC, there is no question you need to meet a lot of people. You need to network. I mean, how amazing is it that you got to use you know, a previous colleague that you had worked with? Um, but building those human relationships are the most important. I think I'll add to this, uh, you want to make sure that your investors are aligned to the stuff that you want to create. So I'll give you an example. Uh, in trip actions, you know, business travel, you need to have travel agents and they need to support you. And we have this metric that we are picking up the chat or the phone call immediately. So our SLA, we pick everything up in less than a minute. And, you, and our satisfaction is more than 90%. So you call us and think about it. Your flight got canceled. You're upset. There is no way that you're going to be happy, right? But we are able to turn you around and really make uh, solving your problem. So this thing costs money, right? And initially, it impacts your metrics. Hmm. So you need to be able to uh, 
uh, speak with your investors and really telling them this is how this journey is going to look like and this is how we're going to build it. And it's either, you know, we are aligned on the goals. For us, it's all about the user, the traveler. It's all about the CFO of a company. If you are aligned, that's great. If not, don't invest in us. That's actually really okay. important. Yeah. Michelle, from your rich experience uh, over the years, can you tell us anonymously, of course, you don't have to, to, to name the persons of the company, one pitch that has uh, gone wrong completely, <laughs> which had a good business idea, but the pitch in itself didn't work? Um, oh my goodness. I've I've seen so many unprepared or funny pitches or just totally bizarre products um, throughout the years. I think actually the biggest, if I was to make this like a piece of advice, is that when you have a demo, it is super critical. And so making your demo as easy as possible makes a huge deal. Like I have, even myself, I pulled out my phones in countries where like the data wasn't here. I'm like, look, this is my app. This is how it works. And like nothing is loading, nothing is working. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is completely cringeworthy. And so now, you know, I've done screenshots. I've done little videos of what the product is because when you're with someone and you're on your phone, you actually have a captive two minutes to basically give them a whole product demo. In fact, you demoed your product to me. Yeah. Oh yeah, we morning. did it in the car exactly. this morning. And, yeah. and it's so compelling <laughs> yeah. when you can see it and you have that. Um, but I think that's maybe my best piece of advice to avoid those cringeworthy moments where you just can't get anything to work and you know your pitch is flying flat. I, I would say I was in a panel with uh, one of our investors, uh, Ben Horowitz, uh, three weeks ago. And uh, I was asking him, it was a fireside chat, so I was asking him, how do you decide uh, where to invest? And he said that he's actually looking for these things that are kind of not that obvious, you know, from a demo perspective or, yeah. and uh, because, you know, he knows that if it's obvious, everybody will get it, right? So how can he compete, right? But if it's less obvious, there is something unique there. Again, the, the, it's big market. You can imagine how it could be big, but still it can be strange. So he mentioned the uh, Airbnb in this context, right? Think about Airbnb early, right? Not now, but early. It's actually really, really hard to understand this. Who is who yeah, you're like, oh, we're that. just going to stay at a stranger's house. That's very strange. It's uh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Who wants it? Right? So he's really, he was talking about looking for the things that are obvious business wise, but also not that obvious demo wise, pitch wise, and so on. Uh, is, there a, um, is there a difference in gender between uh, women and men when it comes to pitching? Is, it, is there something we can uh, pinpoint advice to give to men or to women? Is there a difference? <laughs> <laughs> You'll start. Um, well, the numbers like probably speak for themselves at this point. I mean, women get 2% of VC dollars in the United States. And so um, it's actually one of the things that I'm most proud of at ClearBank is that we've backed eight times more female founders than the industry average. And I think that's just because we've used data and have not used kind of um, the personal biases that go into some of these decisions. Um, for me personally, as a woman who's had to do a lot of pitching, I think the most important thing is I forget that stat altogether and remember that the only thing I can control as an entrepreneur is my own output. Mm -hmm. And so I tell myself I have to do 100 pitches, I'm going to hear 95 no's, and that's a part of the process. And I don't think it, I mean, I've never thought it makes a difference. I think it's the, the best time in history to be a woman in business, and I'm, I'm incredibly grateful I was born in this generation versus previous ones. Um, and I think there's, there's a lot more attention being paid to this. Perhaps three quick Giveaway, three quick points uh, for a recipe, how to pitch. 
No, from, I, from I, both I of think, you. I think, and I see the questions, are investors going to support you on our times and stuff like that. I think that was my point earlier. You need to pick the right investors that you know, that they understand that this is a journey. Usually, you know, a, a successful startup can take uh, seven to 10 years, right? And, yeah. uh, and you'll do these things, right? And sometimes it's great. It's not how it looked like from the you know, headlines in, a, I don't know, in TechCrunch. Yeah, and, so. and even, even the most successful companies have very bad years and, and right. things go wrong all the time. And so, you know, you really want to be vetting for an investor that will stand by you, who's made some money, who doesn't need your deal to be the only winner in their portfolio. Um, and, you know, has, has kind of lived through the journey themselves, ideally, because then they can be so much more empathetic. Right. Okay, time is up, unfortunately. Thanks so much for all the recipes. And I, if I understood it correctly, if now somebody of the people who want to pitch a business idea come to you with your advice from this stage, you can't say no, right? Of course. Go to her. So that was the... <laughs> Go to him. <laughs> Thanks so much. He's richer. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Web Summit 2020 is right around the corner, so be sure to check out websummit.com forward slash tickets for more info.